Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Looking to start a podcast of your own? This year, Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcaster conference, will be in Chicago. Learn more at podcastmovement.com and use code CPC to save $30 off registration. Wow. That's a pretty good deal. a lot of dollars. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And this week's theme is... Being the planner. Is it? I don't know. Uh, kind of. Being well, the organizer of your the, friend group. Oh, yeah, because the, the second question is about bailing. Yes. Bailing and organizing. Well, now you guys can just shut off the episode because you know everything that's happening. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. This week we are talking about being the organizer of your friend group and what to do when you don't want to do that anymore and when your friends are bailers. They're baggers. Bagger vans. <laughs> bagging on you. They're bagging. Teabagging. That's, no. Well, uh, that's a different question. That's a special kind of friend. <laughs> First question. Do you want to read it, Jen? I would love to. Do it, please. In my friend group, I am the organizer. If I don't host or plan an event, I can go ages without seeing friends. While I do enjoy it most of the time, it's starting to get tiresome. How can I get my friends to reach out more on their side without sounding like a whiny jerk? Oh, this is such a difficult question. I know we say that about every question, but because it's because your problems are valid and they are difficult. And that's why you're reaching out for help. So congratulations and taking steps to change what's going on in your life. Oh, a little pat on the back from Trin over there. Pat on the back to all y'all. <laughs> Up top. Uh, so what's difficult about this is that I uh, I think you may be asking people to act against their nature or outside of what they're comfortable with. Um, because when you organize an event, when you organize an outing, when you're getting your friends together, you are putting out a certain amount of, of yourself and a certain amount of risk uh, and a certain amount of stress. And responsibility. And responsibility. Because uh, it's very stressful for someone to worry about people showing up and having a good time. Um, in a way, the organizer is responsible for that fun and is responsible for the evening. Um, it's wonderful that you've been willing to shoulder that burden, but that is more than likely why people have not stepped up. You've become the organizer of the group, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> that burden has fallen to you. Your mom. You're the, you're the parent of the group. Your pop pop. Yep, your pop pop. Mama. <laughs> and it says a lot that your friends don't see each other for months if you don't organize something. So it's possible that group hangouts just aren't their priority or it's not their favorite thing to do or they're just a little more introverted than you are. Uh, because if they were seeing each other and like outside of the, the organization that you put in, then I would say that that's something that they like doing. Right. And I'm sure it can be so exhausting to feel like the glue of your friend group yes like if you're the thing that's tying everyone together that's a pretty big responsibility and along with that is of course planning on the logistics like how long it will take to drive to a place or who makes a dinner reservation or where do we eat how do i make sure everyone's needs are being met that kind of thing it's very exhausting and the back and forth can be especially exhausting when it comes to planning events yes and you have a skill this is a real skill it that is not a everybody skill. has yeah that's recognize true. it as a skill You'd be a good event planner. Yeah, you could put that on your resume. Yeah. Write that down in your Moleskine journal. <laughs> 
like Jen said, part of the problem is that you have been assigned the role as the parent. So in that, there's an expectation that you will continue as everything has been going. They think you're comfortable with this. They think that you like this and they're happy that you are doing this. So this is a you're breaking out of the comfortable routine that you and your friends have had. Yeah, and I'm really glad this person said, how can I get my friends to reach out more on their own without sounding like a whiny jerk? So clearly, you know communication has to happen here. That's the, that's the crux of your question is, how do I communicate this to my friends? I have been the planner and the organizer before, and after planning logistics for a half hour, you, I might reach my limit. And my impulse is to be like, fuck it, someone else do this, I'm out. <laughs> Have fun without me. But the truth <laughs> is that actually isn't productive. I feel pretty shitty about myself after I say something like that to my friends. Um, my feeling is like I could have handled that better. It's kind of important here to voice your thoughts and feelings before you reach a mental breaking point with them. I wouldn't do it out of anger. But side note, it is okay to feel anger. It is. It is okay. You are a human being and anger is a f- you're not a robot. It's okay to feel anger. If there's anything we learned from the movie, if there's anything we learned from the movie Inside Out, is that everybody has some anger inside of them, and it's healthy to feel your sad and anger feelings. Yeah. Wow. Another skill is you're feeling anger. Good job. Good job on your anger. <laughs> <laughs> so I would approach this as if you need their help, because really that's that's it. You do need their help. You need help in making the transition in your friend group from being a planner to being someone who is planned upon. <laughs> planned upon. Planned upon. Do plans at me. <laughs> So I would say something like, can someone take over planning this? I'm too busy right now to plan out all the details, but I would love to see you all. Or does anyone want to grab dinner this weekend? I honestly feel too tired to plan all this out and make reservations and find a place, but I would like to see all of you. I really like that because it gives the person that the asker is talking to some tools some skills an understanding of how to move forward with making plans so you are already giving them a this weekend as the time and the task is we're going to get dinner so they're as they're kind of like getting the ball rolling as being an event planner in their own right you are helping them along the way yeah you're kind of propping them up how kind of you how kind of you another thing you're great at (laughs) being kind I also think if there's someone you feel particularly close to that you've talked about emotions with before, you could ask that friend one-on-one and say something like, I don't feel equipped to plan a big thing right now. If you could help me out with this, I would so appreciate it. My hands are kind of tied with something, blah, 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 blah. Can you make the reservation and I'll be sure to show up? Or, you know, just start splitting up some responsibilities because these are really responsibilities. Uh, I have a personal uh, history of a friend of mine uh, used to just beat the group mom, the group parent, the group dad. Uh, and she expressed that she was tired of being the person that uh, was organizing everything. Um, she mentioned it on our, our friendship Facebook group. Um, and we all backed her up. And I mean, this was a few years ago. And we all still make an effort to make plans with her uh, because she cared enough to speak up. And it's clearly important to her because she said something. So if anything, I would like my personal story to bolster you in this direction because there is a precedent for this kind of thing working you can do it so when I was uh, taking some notes and thinking about this question I did some googling because I know this is kind of a pretty common phenomenon in friend groups so I googled friendship planning organizer being the glue of your friend group being the mom and all I found were threads and threads and threads of people complaining about being the planner so you are not alone in this and those complaints are valid it happens in every friend group I think 
And it is totally valid to say, I need to take some time off from being the planner. Jen and I, when we were talking about this question, we also, we were looking out the window at the disgusting Chicago January weather, (laughs) at the slush. At the mushies. (laughs) The yellow and gray snow. What we're thinking is that winter and circumstance are playing a role in this as well. So if you're becoming overwhelmed by your uh, your planning duties right now, what we're hoping is that pre- this is possibly seasonal, that your friends don't want to organize things because it's just shit outside. Right. Even if you don't live in a place that has like snow, it is still winter in a big part of the hemisphere. <laughs> yeah. So light uh, is... There is less light during the day, and that does affect moods and behaviors. It's it's a clinical, it's a it's a scientific fact that changing light, rapidly changing light, affects you how you behave. Getting me out the door during the winter is hard. I just don't have social energy like I do when there is sunlight outside. And during the summer, I'll plan the shit out of everything and go from one event to another and hang out with people all day. But when it's dark and cold, my fuse is just way shorter. While the winter is still happening, uh, have just a little more patience with them. Become summer. They better be planning your karaoke outings. They better be planning parties and bowling and oh, bowling dinner parties. And did you you said karaoke? Didn't I you? say karaoke? Of course, we always go to karaoke. Yo, even though neither of us karaoke ever. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank no karaoke, please. <laughs> Jen, when we were talking about this, I remember that you had a few questions for I the asker. did. I would love it if you would ask the questions to the asker. Here are some questions I'm posing to you, asker. I want you to, you don't need to you know, say your answers out loud right now, but that would be great. We but can't hear you. You should consider them. Are your friends enthusiastic about seeing one another? Like maybe they drag their feet when it comes to planning, but when, they, when everyone gets together, gets to the restaurant, gets to your house, is everyone glad to be hanging out? Because it is no fun to consistently plan hangouts where everyone is miserable and people who are just not glad to be there. And sometimes that will happen. Like, everyone has their own shit going on. And you would never ask your friend to be cheerful 100% of the time. That's a ridiculous ask. But something may be going on a little deeper here if no one is actually that happy to be hanging out. Right. So what we would like you to do is that if you are planning things and you are enjoying them and your friends are enjoying them, move forward and, and, and try and solve this problem. But if your friends don't really like hanging out together, like maybe there's a rift in the friend group and that's why they don't organize things. Or maybe they're more introverted and they want to just have like small hangouts. Um, these are questions and things to consider that are not your problem, your fault, or anything you're doing wrong, but they could add to the circumstance of why your friends don't want to do stuff. Yeah, like if you host and make the reservations and plan everything, do do your friends say thank you? Yeah. Do, do they acknowledge it? That shit's important. Yeah, it is. A simple thank you can go very far. I agree. You're doing emotional labor, and you should be thanked for your work. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Emotional labor. Get recognized for your emotional labor 2016. Fuck That's our yeah. new motto. Yeah. We have our hands in the air. Hands in the air, because we really care. Because <laughs> <laughs> we really do care. Second question. I feel like we can move on. What yeah, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Uh, my friends are bailers. <laughs> I make plans for my friends all the time, and everyone bails at the last minute. Usually just one or two people will show up, and it's fine, but I like buy food and spend all day cleaning my place, and it's very discouraging. All I want is for my friends to come over and drink in my apartment and meet my cat. Help. Aww. I have been on both sides of this one. I have too. I feel we are well equipped to answer this question, I think Jen. so. <laughs> you you want to get us going, Jen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In my experience, adults bail. Adults just bail. They bag. They have bail. a lot of shit going on. 
People become exhausted by their jobs and obligations, and they agree to plans when they feel good and happy and energized. And then they get home and they lay down and take a nap or Star Wars is on TV. And they're like, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I'm, I'm sorry. My dog is on my lap. Here I am. I'm not moving. <laughs> I feel that way about my cat all the time. Like, I wish that it was acceptable to call in late to work because my cat's sleeping on me. Yeah. Like, my I dog's being move. too cute. I, I have to stay here. <laughs> Um, and, and we also want to make sure that because this is a reality and a truth of life, uh, and this is just the way that people function, please don't shame people or make them feel bad for bailing. It's just extremely inconvenient to you. Uh, we totally understand, especially if you cleaned and you bought food. I mean, you're an amazing host. But it's better that your friends stay home and do self-care than force themselves to go out. I understand this is a consistent problem. This is something that's happening too much. But at the same time, bear in mind, do you want enthusiastic visitors or people who are just there out of obligation and who would rather be watching Star Wars with their dog? Me. Me. <laughs> Man, it sucks to be bailed on consistently. It really does. After you've plan the whole thing mm -hmm. i i hate to say this but maybe give people the opportunity to bail early like before you go to the store and clean you could say i just want to check in and see if we're still on for tomorrow if so i'll run to the grocery store if not no big deal i love that the afternoon email or the afternoon text message yeah you literally just did that i did smart move yeah yeah i'm having jen over for party times yeah and i emailed i was like hey babe hey just check it in you awesome. up <laughs> Oh, man. Another hot tip that we have is try not to make plans too far in advance. Because if you make the plans the day before or the day of, people will likely say yes and then maintain that yes until the plans begin. Because they are answering positively while they're still feeling positive and boom, 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 party time. Because uh, sometimes <laughs> that's hard. You know, people are busy and planning ahead is often really the best and only way to make, make sure everybody's schedules align. Uh, but you may have more success saying, who's hungry? Anyone want to go get dinner tonight or in a couple hours? Than saying, how does your march line up with my march? Oh, God. That question makes me gag. Yeah. 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 Oh, ah. oh, my march is terrible. <laughs> march is not great. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has been the bailer and the bailed upon. Some people are consistent bailers, and you may notice this pattern. Those people may have some social anxiety they're experiencing and suffering from, and they should be treated delicately. Because you are you are friends, yeah. And so invite them, and if they say yes, always assume that it's actually a tentative yes, or a maybe yes, or a no yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't invite them places that need tickets or headcounts or reservations or think something to be bought in advance. Right. That's not that's not their jam. Assume assume that they will not show up. Some of this is work for you. That sucks. It sucks that you have to change your behavior, but it it will be worth it. Yeah. It's not fair, but so so is life. Life is not fair. Life is not fair. Trin, do you envision a scenario in which you have a friend who's a consistent bailer, even when it's a ticket or a headcount or a pay in advance situation, it's still a bailer. Do you envision a scenario where you could tell your friend, it hurts my feelings when you bail. Can you let me know next time? I absolutely think that that's a conversation to have. And I think that's a conversation to have gently because like we said, um, that's probably indicative of the fact that they have social anxiety, especially if they're putting money into plans and then bailing. Uh, that means that they're trying to prioritize the way that they feel. Um, and, and even they, they've gotten through the gateway of paying for something or they've gotten in the uh, through the gateway of you know doing something inconvenient and they still won't show up. So yes, it is a conversation that you should have. 
Uh, it is a conversation that you should be delicate with. Um, and I like the way you started your script. I think that that's a great way to talk about it is that this hurts my feelings. Um, I want to know if I should keep inviting you out. Um, what do I, you think? I want a way we can hang out where you feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I think communicating that way is way better than like, making fun of them and calling them the bailer of the group in like a group text message that's that is a, never okay yeah don't do that don't make no. them feel shitty for bailing bad bad terrible we're scolding you wretched <laughs> we are scolding hypothetical you that probably doesn't exist because i don't think that you're the kind of person that would clean your house buy food be this wonderful hufflepuffy kind of I host i was totally thinking this is like hermione or hufflepuff or yeah you know who should meet is this person and then the person from the first question yeah they should hang out all the time <laughs> yeah they can plan the shit out of it <laughs> oh and they'll both go to each other's stuff <laughs> oh you're so sweet guys <laughs> precious angels too bad these are both anonymous otherwise we could be like do friendship at each other yeah we'll, we'll friendship hook them up <laughs> grinder for friends oh friender friender okay anyway so I feel very lucky that in my friend groups, sometime over the years, we have all become very honest with one another about when we are actually going to show up to someplace. I don't know how this started, but it's always been a relief to me to have friends that be like, ah, uh, you know what? I'm, I could see myself bailing on that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's pretty funny that we're all so honest about the fact that we're like, we're, we're nerds. Yeah. We're sad nerds. And here's some language you can use when accepting or not accepting invitations. Yeah, this is for uh, the askers friends and really for every listener. Like, try and be more honest about your energy levels, what you're feeling, and keep in mind how much energy and labor an organizer of a group hangout puts in when you are responding. And a no is so much better than a yes that is actually a no. So smart. Yes. So you could say, like, I'm a tentative yes. I feel like this is a yes, but also it's winter and I may be in quiet mode at that time. Do you need a hard yes? As if, you know, they're making reservations or getting movie tickets or something. And then here's another thing you can do. A therapist taught me this. You don't need to answer right away. You can take a beat and say something like, that sounds good, but I need, a, I need to think about it or I need to check my calendar and I'll let you know. And then let them know. The follow up there is good. Yeah. And also thank you for the invite. Fuck yeah. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, it's wonderful that somebody is thinking of you enough to invite you and, and put in the effort to, to make a plan. How great is that? You have somebody that loves you so much that they want to go karaokeing with you or go see the new Aww. Star Wars. Yeah, give yourself the opportunity to think about your feelings and if you actually want to go. And then thank them. Yeah. In short, if we had to summarize all of this, people who are bailed upon, try to have empathy for why a friend would need to bail. Sometimes it really is a need. Mm -hmm. like like a need need a hard need I, I cannot go to this and feel open to having a conversation with people who consistently bail and that's a one-on-one -on -one conversation not i'm going to sit down my five friends at the same time and be like fuck you guys <laughs> you in particular and for people who consistently bail aka me take care of yourselves but try to be more honest in how you accept plans and be more empathetic for the people who make the plans and give them a no instead of a yes that is really a no. Yeah. Yeah. And consider what you actually like doing. I, it took me four years of college to be like, I don't like loud bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I keep bailing. I don't want to go to that. Have a look at the plans that you've bailed on and then <laughs> don't say yes to those things. <laughs> yeah, I always say yes to watching movies and I never say yes to karaoke. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to quietly follow us on Twitter, yeah. you can follow us at Jen and Trin. 
Jen has two N's and Trin has one N. And the missing N in Trin stands for... Never leave the house. I don't know. I never leave the house. So <laughs> that might be the N in Jen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions for us, you can ask them at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. The same number of N's apply. You should be able to leave questions anonymously. I've had a few questions about this on Twitter. Um, and the reason why we use the ask.fm service is so that you don't have to sign an account and, and not be anonymous. Feel free to cram those anonymous questions straight up our asshole. Thank you for listening. You did great. You did a great thing for us <laughs> <laughs> also we have some announcements yeah we do we're gonna be at pack south and we'll be there uh doing a friendship panel in the cactus theater at 2 30 on friday yeah and then right before that jen is going to be on 404ing the internet which is an amazing panel put together by our pal pat bayer um i've been on it before and jen's gonna be on it and i'm gonna watch it it's gonna be great i'm really excited so one p.m. on Friday, Cactus Theater, 4-4-ing it. Right after that. How convenient. <laughs> 2.30, friendshipping panel. Uh, I'm thinking about bringing candy for people who go to both. Yeah. Candy. Bring your friendship questions. Yeah. We'll and have a Q&A. Oh, we'll, yeah. It'll be IRL podcast with more people on it as well. Yeah, we're going to have Carlin Meyer, who is a board member of the Chicago Nerd Social Club. Cahil White, who is the head of developer relations at FIG. Kate Welch, who is user experience at Amazon. And Amarisa Sullivan, who is the administrator at Double Fine. They're all wonderful people. Yeah. Friendship. See you there. You friendship at the problem. All right, I've started recording. All right, we're doing it. So, doing it and doing it. Do you want to do the well. Chicago podcast crop? Oh fuck, I forgot how to start this. <laughs>